Because it's what it feels like to be Ben the rest of the the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't like it. Yeah, Pod <laughs> finishes bedtime. <laughs> Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome back to Lead Rugby Banter, the Monday edition. It's a podcast about rugby. We, we do apologize for coming to you on a Monday. Yesterday got a bit rough. I'm afraid the junior that we had manning our Twitter account also was a little bit too celebratory. I think the Hurricanes, they know a lot about having someone going rogue on their Twitter. Joining me as always today, it's Alex. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you, Adam? Uh, Sorry, I dropped the gun there. No, no, I'm good. It's uh, got through a Monday of work, so you know, if it worn down already, you know how it goes. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, congrats to all of you who finished your Monday. Someone who's also finished their Monday is Matt. How's it going? Not too bad. Good to know. I'm glad. uh, I did not know you were going to say that. And then Ben, who's actually on holiday. (laughs) Ben's on holiday. All days are the same for me at the moment. It's quite nice. Yeah, and we're actually sharing a time zone. That's quite exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a rare treat for me not having the podcast flirt with my bedtime. So yeah, it's actually fine. not really. Have we not just pushed it back to your bed so that the rest of us are all going to be sort of pushing into your bedtime now as well? Yeah, yeah. For once, basically, I have an inconvenience all of you making you do this while you are cooking dinner and stuff. But, yeah, 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 pretty much. But also, Ben and I, for all you fans up there, we actually met in the flesh for the first time on Saturday, and I was just blown away by. Um, his voice, you know, it's it is real. His voice. It is not put on. His voice. His voice, indeed. Uh, <laughs> that, he is. He is. That, that's, that's like that's, his voice. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, like, that's like the one that you, that you would have got on the podcast, Adam. Yeah. So I thought so you were going to say like he, he's taller in person than you than you thought, but uh, he, like, uh, he, the he, fact that he sounds the same shouldn't be that weird. He he, he is uh, actually taller in person than I thought, and also um, a man of good suggestions. He suggested. <laughs> He suggested I get the chicken strips and chips with free beer, but we didn't uh, on Saturday, which was full of regret. Yeah, we, with regret. we have to say it because we are doing fines for our draft league, so we thought like that could end uh, like your yeah, end us. I guess that's the correct phrase. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that is that is the terminology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, 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 we are, we are actually more more sort of gentlemanly than we thought, and fines didn't get as big as we. We had anticipated, but we think that's because the Lions game was encroaching, so we just kind of mm. hurried things along here. Huh? Yeah, and I, yeah, I also met like you, I met all of your family, you know, cousins. No, my mother <laughs> me appeared at the bar, and then my brother came to pick me up, and my wife appeared. <laughs> Wild Joe appeared. On the wild. Enough about us. Yes, enough about us. Let, let's actually move on to to the rugby. Um, I also look forward to talking about the of how we we could not beat a random coin flip. Uh, I think it just goes to show that nothing nothing has changed. But let's quickly move into the news. We've got a ton to get through. Uh, first of all, just uh, we'll probably get a little bit more into this when we speak about the results. But the quarterfinals of Super Rugby have been decided on Friday. Uh, it's going to be the Hurricanes versus the Chiefs, uh, home team first. On Saturday, it's the Crusaders versus the Sox. and then it's the Waratahs, Highlanders, and Lions, Jaguars. Excuse me, Jaguars. So that's all the quarterfinals, we'll chat about that a little bit later. 
But talking about that, Crusaders, uh, they've lost Joe Moody for their game against the Sharks, but that's okay. They seem to have tons of props. And Kieran Reid, the All-Blacks captain, is expected he should be back the same with the intangible king that is Ryan Crotty. But now, uh, into much bigger news, Sanzar, um, the most forward, backward-looking organization ever, admit the tier system in Super Rugby isn't working and there is a plan to renew it. I know this is across all sports pages, but I'm just coming through from stuff.co.nz. Um, Sanzar have said that the TMO review system will go under review at the competition's governing body. Sanzar admits it has fault. Uh, the TMO protocols have provided some challenges, that's using their words, over the past month. According to Sanzar, a major concern for us at present is the practical implementation of the TMO protocols. The protocols are clearly not working, and a specific review is required in this area. Uh, Sanzar Chief Executive Andy Marinoff said, Sanzar believes the appointed referees need to remain the key decision maker in the field, and the TMO interventions only provide context to the match officials' decision making. And it's also, I know that uh, at the World Cup 7s taking place, World Rugby, they're also going to talk about the role, I think, rule, rule changes, guys. Uh, about I think contesting in the air. Does does stand stand to be corrected on that? Uh, I saw something about that saying, yeah, they they're going to look into that and the TMO. I think it was just yeah, those two things that they mentioned yeah, specifically. But you know, they they normally when they have a chance, they fuck around with the ruck and the scrum. Just you know, because <laughs> yeah, they like shots. to. When, when they're bored, yeah, they come up with. It's a look. It's. World Rugby likes to every two years mix up how, how, how you order the words touch, bind, pause, engage. I'm waiting for engage to be the first word and then touch, bind, bind, pause. <laughs> so you just, yeah, kind, of, you well, just kind of like slam into each other and hang there awkwardly. And then, then, then settle and bind up. That's what the old scrubs were like because it used to be engage and then you could yeah. only push once the ball in it, so you kind of slammed into each other for basically no reason. So no, you slam in to give your opponent a con- hopefully try and concuss your opponent so that he's not yeah. pushing so hard when it does come around. That was the original goal. Yeah, I think yeah. On, the, on, the, on the TMO side, just in brief, um, to get through all that uh, nonsense political speak, it's about the TMOs interjecting without being asked by the referees and ruining many good tries, even though there's a little bit of foul play taking place. Uh, also, some of the decisions that took place over the All Black France series, I know they were all across the internationals, uh, were playing shite, to to put it bluntly. So, uh, yeah, I think the sooner the better, I mean, chaps. It's, it's essentially the same debate that's raging on currently with football after the VAR um, World Cup, right? Debut. And so, like, for me, what it comes down to is that the referee has to be like the sole judge on the field. And if he doesn't pick something up, it's not someone, some guy in a room monitoring the camera's job to pick it up. So I think it's quite an important aspect of the game to have the human element. You know, if you've got a bad ref, then get a better ref. But yeah. but I think what should happen, there's obviously a role for TMO because we shouldn't be chucking away technological advancements just because they, you know, quote-unquote spoil the game or whatever. Um I think the way it needs to work is that the ref, he's got two assistant referees to advise him on what they've seen. And then he needs to invoke the TMO for a purely factual inquiry. <laughs> so it's, 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 you know, has the player, um, scored the try? Like, has he, has he made contact with the ground with the ball or did he lose contact? You know, did he lose possession? Has the player stepped into bounds before he goes over the try line? Has the player made contact with the opponent's face using a closed fist? 
just a pure factual inquiry. The TMO reviews the footage. He tells him yes or no, or this is what happened, or this is what I'm looking at. And that's it. That's the end of the conversation. Not, I advise you to you know, go back to the original penalty or you know, the rules say this or that. The ref must know the fucking rules by himself. And he must be able to reach a verdict on, on what the evidence that he's given from his assessment referees and the TMOs. And that's just the way the system should be. I kind of just like the way... Like, I, I watched a way too much World Cup football, but in terms of the way the VAR was used, I don't think... I personally think it was an advancement. At the end of the day, the referee was left. Maybe you, you were kind of saying the same thing. Like, the referee was left to make the decision right or wrongly, so they're still empowered to, to make that decision. But I think I, I'd like to suggest that we can all agree that the TMO constantly getting involved ruins the flow of the game. I know that they will miss things, naturally, uh, like Ed Quirk pushing his fist into people's faces. He's been banned for two weeks, along with Caleb Timu. Two weeks? Yeah, and Caleb oh, no. Timu. Caleb Timu like, for... They go, go the Sunwolves playoff hopes. Yeah, and uh, oh, Caleb Timu for... And, 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 and Miss Uwara. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's about time. I just It must be a way to make it simple. And I think just putting it in the referee's hands will be will be the step in the right direction. Ben, you're being surprisingly quiet uh, on this. Yeah, no, I think... Ugh. To be honest, they, they're gonna they're gonna come up with a with a fix, and I don't know. Like you know, what the referee is always gonna miss stuff, but I, I also think the TMO misses stuff, and it's people are gonna always say why, because now now it all hinges on if the ref happens to see it, then the well uh, the sort of the development the direction we think is gonna head all depends on whether the ref sees it or not. Because now, now you're all the assistant ref, but now, now if the ref doesn't see it, then they're going to be outcries and oh, I don't know. Like it's just a bit of a it's just a bit of a mess, really. Like like I, I think they, they've opened a can of worms now. But to be honest, like I don't think the majority of criticism comes from people saying I can't believe the ref didn't see that. It's yeah, normally like. We, everyone saw what happened and the ref got the call wrong. Like, or he said it was fine or it wasn't, or he overreacted, like with Ed well, Quirk. The like, TMO kind of seems to exercise influence in a way. Like, yeah. okay, it's a penalty, and the TMO's, are you sure? The, Want to look yeah, at the Yeah, the TMO's like, ooh. ooh. Uh, penalty? Ooh. Yeah, my, uh, that's, okay, that's, okay. That's, that's always my favorite when the TMO says. Yeah. Well, like, even when they say, like, yeah, my, my recommendation is a red card, you're like, bro. If you're qualified to make a recommendation, put on some fucking proper pants and come down here and be a referee. Uh, no, I like it when the TMO goes, when the when the, the ref's going away from the TMO's decision, the TMO goes, I've got one more, I've got one yeah. more angle to show you. Then you yeah. know while the TMO I, doesn't I agree. Here. I've got one more <laughs> angle, please. I've got one more angle, just change your mind. I've got one more angle. Yeah. No, I, I quite like the, the football World Cup. I know, I know it wastes a bit of time or whatever, yeah. but when the, the he goes off to his own little little potty thing or whatever it is, looks yeah, well, at the footage himself. Remember they did that it's, in Vasdi Cup. In Cup, yeah. And I, I thought that was one of the one of the only good innovations to come out of Vasdi Cup, but it's like the one that they haven't stuck with. Go, yeah, we'll go. go yeah. It just it made too much sense for them. Go I, I would mm. like to since we've talked a lot about the TMO, a quick shout out to the king of um, interfering TMOs, Marius Yonker. Mm. He's very much the sort of guy who would say, "I have one more thing to show you." That that I, I just one more angle. Yeah, I, I don't know. His name rings out across rugby fields everywhere in television sets with Marius Yonker getting involved. But look, at the, will they make it better? 
They do not. Zanzla and World Rugby, to a larger extent, do not have the best record. They're trying. We shall wait and see. Uh, as already mentioned, just moving on, Ed Quirk and Caleb Timu. Caleb Timu was yellow carded for introducing his shoulder to someone's face, while Ed Quirk introduced his fist uh, pressed against someone's face. They both got banned for two weeks. Got show, further showing the absurdity of Sanzar's foul play review committee. So it's the same three people who keep making cuck decisions. So, I don't know, it's almost like they're shifting deck chairs on the Titanic. I, I just... It's very frustrating. It's, uh... Anyway, they're which, both after Which two three weeks. people? Are, are, you, are you including Quirk and, and Timu in those no, three no, people? No, no, the three people who sit on the foul play oh. com- review committee. Oh, uh, okay. So and that's Opat de, de Blanche. <laughs> He's on there. So, and it's just like... Uh, I, I thought there would be a bit more consistency, but absolutely not. Uh, out I, in, I'm maybe really... Before we move on, sorry, I've, yes. I've got a 30-second solution. Ooh. What if instead of having a permanent Sanzar committee of guys who are probably overpaid to underwork, what if we had like a jury system and every time someone had been cited, you got like a letter in the in the post, or whatever, and you were like summoned to a room <laughs> with like five other random people, and you all had to just watch the video and be like, "Yeah, I think that's fine," or "Yeah, that's that's pr- that's pretty bad," and then between the five of you, you come up with like a, an appropriate sentence for the guy. What do you think? Do you know what? Do, it'll probably be as fair as the current system because they seem because yeah. it, it seems like there's no. It doesn't have the attributes of a legal system because they don't seem to follow their own precedents. There doesn't <laughs> Look, seem I to have be consistency. Because you like say uh, in a normal like cut and dry court case or whatever, the, the mark of a legal system is you should have an idea of what kind of sentence the guy's going to get. Yeah. In Ed Quirk's case, he could have got anywhere between 12 weeks and nothing. Yeah. Which is actually, which if you think about it, like makes the system ridiculous. Like, yeah. I think the system they're using is that that raffle ticket system we had at school, where you mark out squares on the rugby field, and then someone would bring their cow, and whichever the square the cow the cow took a shit on, that was the winner. I think that's what they're doing, and I think frankly, I'd, I'd just prefer five ang- angry men in front of a VAR screen. Yeah, all women. Hmm? All, no, all women. All, I mean, all. man, as in mankind. Phil, uh, not Phil oh. sorry, Ben. Sorry, I'm used to Phil. <laughs> Accusing me of being misogynist. A little bit of a Freudian slip. You, you never know. Maybe maybe a panel of women would probably make make a better decision. Uh, because right now, it seems like bringing old pros is getting us nowhere. Speaking of old pros, Drew Swanepoel. He's joined the Cheetahs. Swanepoel, who was schooled at Grey College in Bloom, joined the Bulls after school and played for them in the, in the under-19s in 2012. Uh, he went on, a, went on a bit of a journey, but he's now playing... I think, where was he? Oh, he was at Munster on a short-term loan, but now he's at... Free State. So, go Free State. He's going to be playing some Pro 14 rugby. Uh, more. Cool. And now, uh, well, some other Bulls-related news that came out earlier this week. And this is going from Sport 24. The Bulls, and I quote this is from the story, are in hot water with former prop Mornay Mellet, who's suing the union and team doctor Herman Rousseau for a reported 45 million rand. Mellet was forced into early retirement when he injured his neck in a 2015 Super Rugby clash against the Kings. And that's VAC 24 reported. According to Millet, and also I want to stress that this is his side of the story, we take no opinions in this matter, he was examined by Rousseau in the field, with the doctor clearing him to keep playing the match. What followed, though, was a life-threatening injury, reportedly. The hit to the right side of Millet's neck caused a rupture to the vertebral vein responsible for supplying blood to the brain, a medical report says. Millet still has blood clot in his head, which the report adds could move to his brain at any time, and apparently that Millet suffered a stroke in the minutes following the game. Um, so... 
Well, yeah, God, this is... Uh, I don't want to say... Well, I don't think it's... No, it's... Uh, I don't know what to say. Oh, I, I've done... <laughs> well, okay, let me, uh, let me, sorry, let my, me, my let cat, me jump in. My cat just jumped in front of my screen, but uh, yeah, please continue, Alex. I will have something to add and just move my cat. No, I mean, I, I was just... I mean, you, you said earlier, you know, we don't have any opinions. Uh, we, I think that's not, that's not strictly true. We, no, no, I mean, well, we, them, uh, uh, pardon me. We we're don't largely think, opinion we're not. We're not taking yeah. sides, though we will speak we're not, yeah. Yeah, we're not taking sides unless one of the sides is the Australians, in which case we're absolutely taking the other side. Yeah. But in this case... Unless, um, unless it's against the Irish when I weirdly find myself supporting Australia. Yeah, that would be... Yeah. Or if it was like the If it was a Sansar judiciary panel against Australia, I'd, I admit I would be very conflicted. Um, but in this case, like I think it's just a case of we just don't have the facts. Like, we don't know... So if I mean if he's right and they did kind of screw him over, then yeah, they must fucking pay him. Well, where did this? Yeah, if it's, but the thing is, there, there's so many systems in place to make sure this doesn't happen. Like this is why you have professional doctors. This is why we have HIA assessments. This is why when a player goes down, like you bring on the stretcher, even though it wastes five minutes, as a precautionary measure. So now if yeah. the doctors, if if the doctors are half-assing things now. He must, yeah, they must suffer. You're a, he's a professional. Uh, the, the doctor, Herman, what's the doctor's name? Herman Russo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, if, if it turns out he has been professionally negligent or didn't conduct the proper test, yeah, he must, he must yeah. suffer and the Bulls should also suffer by. That's, yeah, by chances are good. The Bulls are going to suffer a fair chunk of it because he's obviously acting within his scope of his employment by the Bulls and all that. Yeah, so the Bulls are going to take. If it is, if it is found, the Bulls are going to hit, get hit for. I don't know how much of that. For, how much? He, I don't think he was. I don't know. Yeah, I think he, they, I presume they'll settle, but. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can I just can Once, I just weigh in on one aspect because there was one thing that I was a bit unsure about, and that's the amount of damages he's claiming. Oh no! You always shoot for the moon. I can tell you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, but I was like, ooh, more than a mallet, like. Look, he obviously you, thought he was going to really gonna earn that much money. <laughs> he was okay, but he wasn't great. <laughs> he, he was going to top 14, like, next week. Yeah, I guess so. I, Starting I for too long. I'm just joking. I'm not just being facetious. In, in 2015, um, did, did I, I just... Yeah. What's up? Sorry, can, can I just complain a bit about medical stuff? Yes. Why, why, why does it have to run onto the field so quickly when a player goes down? Because they often uh, get in the way of play now. I can't uh, notice, and it's, it's I, quite irritating. I, I think we've inadvertently just answered that question, Ben. <laughs> yeah. No, if they, no, if they don't stop fucking get sued. Yeah. No, yeah. no, but I'm sorry. Some a player, they know what to do. You know, they say, okay, if you're injured, I still keep your. How is the first aider arriving 15 seconds earlier going to help? Going to really actually have any meaningful effect on that? I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's, like, it's very disruptive. Because and I think teams do it deliberately because I notice that they run on a lot more when their teams aren't in possession. Okay. And at like, the visiting sides at altitude. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I don't know. Like I, I could speak for hours on this. Like there's all these little deliberate time wasting, slowing the game down things. But yeah, that's I, my little. I just wanted to ask: In 2015, did they have the concussion protocol as it is now? No. Uh, 
No, no, not as it is now. I wonder, wonder what would have happened if it was in place there. And I know rugby. This is one of the reasons. But that's that's he, the thing. He's his injury is not a concussion related. Uh, his injury was in his neck. His neck, yeah, but that's his head and neck, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I yeah, just but wonder. HIA is to test for concussion, not necessarily for a crick in your neck, because he basically got a clot. What he's got is a clot in his neck, which, the, which stood the chance of getting jostled up and then sitting in his brain and what would essentially, I think, kill him. Yeah. It, it sounds it sounds like a relatively exceptional injury though. Like it doesn't seem like your sort of run of the mill. And I'm sorry, but yeah, I, look, this sort of uh, I don't know. I mean, how are you going to diagnose a clot in someone's neck on the field without taking them to for some sort of scan? I, I think this is just uh, like we'll, we'll be moving on. Now. I think this is just literally a worse. Worst case scenario, I think particularly with concussion, I know what happened in the United States with NFL, uh, Alex, and you're quite, you're, you're a little bit more informed than that than the rest of us, maybe. The, I think. I saw the Will Smith movie. Uh, concussion. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I know that the NFL settled, um, to the degree of billions of dollars, or maybe hundreds of millions, I, I can't remember to what degree, due to concussion. And just imagine a, a concussion case like this a few years down the line is an absolute nightmare for any rugby organization. So that's kind of the reason why that has motivated for these sort of protocols. They are a bit annoying, particularly if you have a fantasy player and he, he cops a concussion in five minutes. But naturally, the the health of the player has to go. I think I, I agree. They'll probably set a lot of court. But uh, interesting and sad at, at the same time. So we'll see. What happens there? Now, just quickly shoot through some other news. Uh, the Hurricanes and New Zealand rugby, they've gotten a boost. Jordy Barrett and Audi Sevilla, they've committed to the end of 2019, uh, the World Cups next year. So, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty straightforward. I do think Jordy could still afford to lose a few, lo- a few big max of weight. He's lost a bit. <laughs> um, my, my namesake, Taylor Wakefield, he's denied reports that Newlands has been used as security for the union's outstanding debts. I know we've... we've, we've <laughs> Fuck, uh, I love him. He's just... The, the West... He's, 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 the the, like, he's, he's the Donald Trump of South African rugby. Oh, like, no one can... Yeah, yeah. The two of them would be a hell of a box. Sorry, match. sorry, Matt. I, I stole your thunder because you actually no, no. started talking first. That was your joke. No, no, good no, fuck. He, he's literally running around now going, News 24 is fake news. Yeah, the, yeah. the Western Province Rapid Union owes investment company Remgro about $44 million, uh, as is believed. And the Stellenbosch-based company, I always like to say Stellenbosch-based company, it's almost like they're indicating that part of the Brudebund, recently announced plans to seize property belonging to the to Western <laughs> Province Rapid Union if the union did not pay back a loan by July 6th. Uh, the Western Province Rapid Union failed to pay back the loan and instead registered a mortgage bond on one of its prime properties as securities, uh, excuse me, as security, with reports indicating that Newlands was used as security, but in an interview with Matvax24, or Tien Tuntuk, whatever you want to call it, Wakefield <laughs> insists that did not use Newlands as security, although he did not state which property was used. And I quote, I think I know what it is. Newlands is worth several hundred million. It wouldn't have been a good business decision, Jesus. Would, like coming from this oak, to use it as a bond for the loan. Because really, it always makes such sound yeah. business That's decision. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't be absurd. We, we would never do that. As far as I know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I will, he's essentially been talked out of that decision. No so deadline. So now he's just using that as a cover. Has been given, <laughs> though, by Remgro. I think that's also a load of crap. But we can't keep on delaying. It's not a healthy situation. Western Province, and this is ignoring the, the huge uh, shitstorm they're facing with Arias, where they're facing a 276 million rand lawsuit. So, which property um, would you like to speculate is? I know that they own Brookside, uh, Neil Kenilworth, I, and another one. I don't one. think it's Brookside. I think it's Evan Itzabet's uh, biceps, actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think they've Those... taken out insurance on even its best biceps, and that's why he hasn't been playing. So, uh, I'm assuming his biceps are also zoned Prove for me wrong. stories. Yeah, tight. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, uh, they've got zoning up to, up, to, up to 20 stories for the biceps, so it's... But it doesn't have quite the same uh, width on the earth, so that's yeah. why it's worth less than the Newlands Rugby Stadium. Not by much, it's only like 20% the value. Uh, and they also need, I think they probably need working capital as well, so it probably is Newlands. I don't know, just uh, unfortunately, he, or whatever, he, he lacks credibility. Now, uh, moving on to our favorite center in the world, uh, Johnny, Jonathan Fauli, or aka Johnny Fauli. He's been hit with a six week ban after his red card against the Hurricanes, where he introduced his shoulder. To Wes Hurston's face, and mm. uh, I mean uh, this is the second time. He's Adam, seen... Adam, 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 it's Hurston, like the source. He said like so Hoyson in that campaign. Hoyson. No, Hoyson. no, I'm a, no, no. <laughs> no, no, Adam, Adam, he was on Twitter and he told us all that's how you pronounce his South African name, Hoyson. Hoyson. Adam, I think I think you should tweet him and correct him. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just making a note. Poison. Poison. Like, like the source. Like, no, like, 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 like Afrikaans for throat. Poison. No, 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 no. Like when you're but teaching a kid how to chuck a ball. You can't poison. Poison. But yeah, Johnny, good old Johnny. I know earlier this season he should have been recorded when he did the same thing to Caleb Timu. Wait, was he red carded in that game? I think I think he was uh, when he smashed into him Rob. as well. I just don't. He, he just seems to be a bit of a meathead. He just doesn't seem to. Yeah. I, wh- how did he play twelve for almost the first half of the Super Rugby season when you have Charlie Naitai chilling at fifteen? Uh, like the Chiefs have been way better since Charlie was a twelve. Yeah, I, just, no, I, I don't get it. Since they ditched it, like it's been like it's been way better for the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, is he the exception? Because we always w- wonder about New Zealand's endless conveyor belt of talent. Is he just like the exception that proves the rule? Is he the outlier? I reckon he's got something on the on the chi- on the Chiefs coach. Like he has a sex tape or something. Like I can't think of another. There another was withdrawn because he had which is rather scary he was withdrawn because he had headaches before yeah, after he's, practice he's oh, had no. chronic issues eh? what this week yeah, is, that's it, is, that why, is that why yeah that's why he was withdrawn uh, shit, he was yeah. withdrawn because he was he had headaches after training like on Thursday or something so yeah uh, so, let's, not, hope not, it, let's hope it's something minor yeah, yeah. We're, we're all fans uh, of Johnny, but related... I mean, excuse me, I'll take that back, of Charlie. Johnny, fuck no! No, we don't know. <laughs> um, and it got to the point, as I mentioned at the beginning, where the Hurricanes, their Twitter account went rogue. <laughs> and I quote, the Hurricanes' Twitter account said, What a shocker. This is after he got recorded or, or during the process. Play with a bad history of that crap. And I'm sure the guy who wrote that tweet, or, or, or woman, you never know, has probably been fired for, for pretty much stating the I'm truth. I'm telling you now that... <laughs> The, uh, the poor person, whoever it is, they accident, they've accidentally used, they've, they, they, they forgot they still logged into their work account and they thought they were tweeting from their, at John, John Doe account or whatever. Maybe, uh, or Jane. Could be Jane. Doe. Or Jane. Jane or John Doe. But yeah, I really think that it was just, they forgot to log out of their work or forgot that they were still logged into their work account. Well, look, what, yeah, that happened before. Yeah, and, and what Colin Cooper, the, the Chiefs coach, said of uh, Fauli's thing, he said, uh, it's disappointing, he's better than that. 
not at the moment. He looks the stamp is marked defensively, but he's got to do it within the rules. He just can't drift up particularly towards the head. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I see that. I think the Hurricanes, uh, apparently the... Who was it? I was just trying to find it. Oh, I couldn't find it. Apparently the Hurricane CEO tweeted something, but he's since deleted the tweet. So, six-week ban uh, for Fauli. Good on his turn. But someone else who is boxing but not on the rugby field, Amanaki Mafi, he apparently punched his teammate, Lepeti Tamani, after the Rebels were beaten by the Highlanders in their very close game in Dunedin, and therefore missing out, later it would prove, on a last eight spot. Mafi, he's due to arrive back in Melbourne on Tuesday after being granted bail in the Dunedin District Court. He apparently punched Tamani in the early hours of Sunday morning. And I mean, he looks like... I've seen this photo here when he was in court with his peroxide hair. Uh, the alleged incident <laughs> occurred in a south in South Dunedin after the Rebels' final loss. It's see, Tamani is said to have received moderate injuries, and he's no no small boy either, was due to fly to Europe as early as this week to link up with French club La Rochelle, while Mafi, a Japanese international, has been linked to a move to the Sunwolves in Super Rugby. The court ordered... Yes. Yeah. Do, do you think he's been linked to the move, move to the Sunwolves because of the amount we talk about it? Probably. Yeah. Uh, no, um, we, we, we've he's, created that hype. Yes. He, he's, so I know he's got a contract now with the Shining Ox for their top league or whatever, their top 14 or whatever, pro four, whatever they the call their... Is that the McDonald's team? I have no. I don't know if it's a, possibly, but yeah, they they've funnily enough tweeted an an apology on his behalf because you know it's the big deal of them their new signing essentially having to appear in court. Yeah, well, it's, way to well, it's interesting. I'm just reading the story. This is from the Sydney Morning Herald that it leaves us career uncertain because apparently uh, the Japanese rugby authorities they are notoriously controversy averse. So um, it's interesting that See? they tweeted an apology. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to come out in defense of, of assault, um, but as I mean, Adam, you and I are kind of joint custodians of, of um, Manaki. Yes, yes, we and are. Yeah, I feel the need to, I feel the need to kind of point out on his behalf, at least he picked on someone his own size. <laughs> it's true. And actually, I'm looking because at a photo of the two easily, players. Lepetti's taller he than he could is. easily have gone yeah, gone for Michael Ru. You know, he could have gone for Ru. He could have gone for Oh, uh, Ruru's got fire, man. I wouldn't mess with Ruru. I would Ruru's still a nugget. I'm an Aki Mafia against Ruru. Yeah, I, I would. Know. I just wonder. I wonder what went down. Right, we've we've we spent quite a lot of time. I've, I've got. I've got. I've got. I've got a prediction on what went down. Yes. Mafia <laughs> got sick and tired of Tamani the entire night. They've been drinking. Tamani, obviously, being sort of patronizingly a-wooing in <laughs> Mafia's direction. And he just added up to fucking year with that fucking Tamani yeah. guy. Just kicked his ass. <laughs> uh, Tamani was that kind of guy who would take a joke too far in the bar. My, my personal theory, since I hold Tamani in fantasy, is that Mafia always steals his runs and tackles. So mm-hmm. Tamani has himself in his fantasy side, so then he just went off on Muffy because of that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was kind of along the same line where he probably was tuning him, saying, uh, yeah, you think you could do it all yourself? You're so hot, blah, 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 and pretty much telling him that he yeah. takes all the ball, which is true, kind of. Um, but yeah, I, I said I'm conflicted. I owned him in fantasy for a long time, and then I gave him to Alex mm-hmm. to take care of, so we Not will find out. Enough. Give it a couple of weeks. We, we, we shall find out. Right, let's yeah. let's actually move on to the rugby ever so briefly because it's it's 
Uh, it wasn't all that exciting. The first game of the weekend saw the Chiefs beating the Hurricanes 28-24 after going 21-0 up. Uh, then Fauli actually got a red carb tries by Carver, Galamala, Weber, and Ritalik. The boy, Brody Ritalik, comes back, scores a try. How good is he? He's great. And But the Hurricanes so were good. just truly awful. Are they Are they the flat-track bullies of... I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them flat-track bullies yes. necessarily because they're better than most teams. But they 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 seem they can't play in wet weather. That seems to be the the, the idea. They are mm. flat track bullies. They oh. like they don't have like they they they're, like, they're technically pretty weak actually to be honest. Like their scrum isn't good, despite having an ex profit hooker. Um, their lineout is also not great, probably because they have an ex profit hooker. They're Goal kicking is up and down depending on how Geordie's playing. If if if, if he isn't playing, then it's just bad because Bowden can't do it. And if the weather's against them, then they struggle to get go forward ball. And without go forward ball, guys like Lamapi, who went from 110 sorry 111 fantasy points last week to only five this week. Um, yeah, but like a, a, you know, a player like Karevi normally finds a way to get go forward ball when he isn't given it by his forwards yeah. you know or even like Anton Leonard Brown like he he makes his own kind of luck and I feel like La Marpe, maybe they're just maybe they're just complacent like maybe they've just had too many summer years the long summer has been too kind to them oh, and so now much and now they they've forgotten the the iron ways they they no longer know how to pay the iron price for their points um, maybe that's what Are we going to call the Crusaders the Iron... The, the, they're not really the North, but they seem to be the Ironborn. Ah, no, the cru- I feel like they, they're ruthless they're as fuck. Kind of like the, they've got to be more hardcore than like that. that. <laughs> the Crusaders. I, I like the Crusaders as the, as the, as the Northerners, because they remember the old ways. Yeah, and they're hard. I suppose, man. And they're super hard. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Ben, anything to add about this before we move on? Yeah, um, just something... Uh, yeah, the base, and then the, the, at the end of the game, they're interviewing, I think it was Bowden Barrett. He's like, yo, we're pretty stoked with our comeback, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you look at those team sheets, if you look at those team sheets, there's no way the Chiefs should even compete with the Hurricanes. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, the, the Chiefs, as I like to call the Chiefs. that. Team. Yeah, and uh, Stardy McKenzie just kind of proved that he's definitely not the good Barrett brother. You know, if there was any uh, but, any sliver of doubt, even two percent, that that has been shrunk to zero, he was he was pretty bad. Well, yeah, you know, he he beat, he won, so good on study. <laughs> yeah, scoreboard. <laughs> is, is that do you your think, yeah, do you think he's do you think he's tuning DMAC and being like hundred percent record, brother? Hundred percent record against <laughs> Bowden. <laughs> 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 Still unbeaten in a starting jersey. That's why they call him Stardy. No, 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 he started at some point. I, I tried to sell him a draft league, like the one week he was starting. I'm like, fuck, his value's not up. I tried to trade him to like six people. And even Andrew, <laughs> even Andrew wouldn't take him for Hamish Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> for Hamish Stewart. <laughs> Um, right, anyway. it's, okay. yeah, well, that, that result uh, is pretty much, there'll be a repeat of that next week. And uh, Chiefs might be fairer, so they're actually going to be playing their stronger side. So we'll, we shall see. The other Friday game saw the Reds pump the, the Sunwolves 48-27. Cuck loads of tries. Uh, Tupo got his obligatory try <laughs> for a prop of the week. And uh, Jabba, I, I'd probably say his, his try was great. Chai and gap at speed. 
missioning along. I, I think he didn't even know what to do. It's a, that's the second one this season, though, that he's done that. Yeah. It's, it's two because if, if, if you saw a backline lineup, would you genuine and you were a bit short, would you genuinely mark Jabba? Fuck no. I'd, 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 shift, I'd shift out. Well, no, no. You, you, leave, it, you leave it for you leave it for your number twelve or thirteen to yeah. mark him. It, no, no wing no, is marking Jabba. Like even, even if like I would say as rugby players go, Jabba isn't the biggest, but I wouldn't consider him the greatest attacking threat there is. <laughs> he's got daggers for eyes though. Yo, no, he's seen some shit. Like, I'm sure he's like, uh, you know, like yeah. son, son of he's the lived, He's lived through like four different ethnic cleansings. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like on crack. Uh, so yeah, I, I think just an ignominious end for, to both sides. Uh, look, I, I think maybe once Super Rugby's over, we might do a proper review. But look, it's been a, a you know, I know the Sun Wolves only picked up three three wins and they came last on the table. Uh, I think the Blues were above them, then followed by the Reds. But I honestly feel they've been the most improved side. I know that sounds weird to, to say about fair, the look, team kind of lost. But... They have improved because they've won their f- one game in their first season, two games in their second season, and three games in their third season. Yeah. So that's stable, calculated growth. Yeah, and they nearly yeah. beat Fuck, the Lions. 20, 2030, we're in big trouble, huh? Hey? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so you They're going to beat everyone twice. Somehow. <laughs> no, I'm, look- I'm looking forward to- the, the, basically, the Sunwolves are playing the long game. The, the tournament's going to shrink by the time they get their clean sweep. Yeah. By the time they build to their clean sweep. I think, look, I mean, yeah, fair shot for the Sunwolves, but I think most improved team we'll talk about a little bit later, in my opinion, which is the Haguaros. Alright, well... Yeah, that too. Anyway, let's not rush ahead. Let's move on to just the first game of Saturday. It, was, it turned out to be a cracker. Uh, I unfortunately missed this. It was uh, Highlanders 43... Rebels 37, Reese Hodges' hat-trick was not enough as the Highlanders had how many? Six different tri-scorers. Nahola, Hamilton, Walden, Lee, Pleasant, and Franklin. Now Hodges' hat-trick and then Maffey. He also managed to bundle over for a try. A heck of a game. Unlucky Rebels. They play a lot of good rugby, but as the Highlanders do as the most clinical team in Super Rugby, they came back and won. <laughs> so I, I, it, I, I missed this game. It was a funny old game, though. It mm, was, it was weird. because it... It looked like like the end score made it seem more exciting than it was. Yeah, yeah. Because it was consider that all three of Hodges, like two of Hodges' tries were from charge downs. Yeah, there were a lot of draft bench costing me third place. Actually, I cost myself third place by leaving Hodge on my draft bench. I don't know, like, the player takes some responsibility, I Well, think. like, t- two of his tries came from <laughs> charge downs. Uh, were both of them by Joshua, Josh Ioni? Uh, Josh Ioni uh, was so fucking bad. I think he was concussed or something. <laughs> Did you see? <laughs> he was in the 22 and he missed touch. Like, in the, oh. like, he had a... Do you think, do you think we're going to see, like, a reversal of the Mornay Mellet case where it's actually the Highlanders who are suing the team coach for not taking him off for a concussion? No, honestly, I, I put it up there. The like, I know I did, I did this with bags, and then he became great. But genuinely, Josh only was fucking terrible that game. There's not you, enough time you, left uh, in the season, so you're fine. Do you, if you fill in next, Ben, or or like Notche or someone, do a Stormers player next? <laughs> well, we, <laughs> Alex, Alex, I, I think we all know what what standard the Stormers the Stormers players perform at already. Well, maybe you still have some of that Tom Banks magic left in your head. 
I'd there's no point wasting it now, Alex, because they, they just just whatever European club signs said, players going to benefit off that. Save it for the new year. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Strategic. Yeah, like well, well, Buddha, maybe my maybe my mana points will restore. <laughs> <laughs> cool down. Um, well, yeah, well, speaking of the opposite of cool down, uh, the the, Cru- the Crusaders. Put the blues to the sword. I just wanted to get to the Crusaders. I can talk about just some sexy players uh, like Richie Moe. Didn't score a try, but still mm-hmm. created gaps. Set a time in our value. My boy Jack Goodhue. He was excellent. George Bridge also excellent. Sam Whitelock also excellent. I mean, the blues weren't that bad. And Milani Nanai. Um, that was probably the most weird thing of the game. His second try finish, where he thought he was going to be tackled out of bounds by Israel Dag and decided to leap in the air. So his whole body was out, outside yeah. the, the line, except... It was so unnecessary. Board. Yeah, it was, it was actually you know, absurd. <laughs> you know, in, a, in, yeah. like under 10, in like under 10 cricket, when you just take like a lobby catch, and then you just the like dive. dive on the, yeah, like a TV dive. Like that's what he was doing. He, he, wanted, to, he wanted to make the highlight reel. He's, he's got a French contract lineup, and he wants to impress them. It's fair enough. That's but going I, to I be know, the like, New Zealand only, TV. It's going to be it the only New works Zealand if there's TV. someone actually trying to tackle you like that doesn't make it onto the highlights reel if you just do it somewhere in the middle of the like fire well, it did make it because it's kind of weird now people are like yeah what was going on there maybe but can i maybe, can i share a con- maybe he's blind in one eye or something <laughs> maybe he <laughs> thought he was in imminent danger <laughs> oh, no, what makes sense blind because blind. he's not, normally a right wing okay but he was playing on the left wing that time yeah because Caleb Man. <laughs> oh, I, had such, I had such high hopes for him, but every fucking time he let me down. God damn it! So, so I think so, so. So in other words, you're saying you're saying it's like the pretty much the opposite of the Jacques Ferry try against the British Irish Lions in 2009, where he couldn't see out of his left eye and just assumed that whoa, he wasn't whoa, whoa, in any whoa. danger. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's the IRB yeah. try. That was the IRB IRB try of the year, man. You know, let's not. Yeah, I know, but like, try <laughs> No, no, no. You're allowed to make fun of him. That was one of the greatest tries ever scored. Oh, I, I agree 100%. It's on the it's on the top 100 Springbok tries DVD that I won, um, and Ben and I used to watch at Varsity. But my point is not that it was a bad try. My point is that he... Uh, Alex, do you want to go to your constitutional law lecture? Nah, let's watch that DVD again. <laughs> hey, we graduated eventually. But anyway, the point yeah. is... So, like, Jacques, Jacques Free, I think, was in the same position that Ben saying Nanai was in. But Nanai and Jacques Free came to two very different conclusions. Because Jacques Free cut inside, bounced off Ronan Ogara and, like, two other guys and dragged them over the try line with him <laughs> blindly because he couldn't see them coming. <laughs> Milani Nanai freaked out because he thought there were, like, four different guys about to tackle him into touch. And did this, like, spectacular flop dive out of touch with one hand in, well, which was turned out to be ob- completely unnecessary. He, yeah, he'd obviously he's, heard the touch judge <laughs> clattering down the field. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you guys he's blind in one eye that's why he plays right wing it's the only explanation uh, can I give a bit of, of personal trivia I once played a game of, of left wing well, I, I used to play left wing at school I went through a stage for about two or three weeks where I only had one contact lens left and I, I didn't want to order more from the pharmacy and I, I just made, it was my left eye contact lens but I was playing left wing so I put it in my right eye and I played three games like that <laughs> so, so you try to so, yeah but the, see Milani Nano does the opposite of my yeah. theory and, it, and if we I was had, trying to catch a had, kick I'd close, I'd close my left eye and catch the <laughs> kick we had well, guys or, like 
for like under under fourteen Ds. You know, for a while you got like rugby gloves to help you catch yes. the ball. Well, they, yeah. these, these guys, I don't like the left and right wing, like went halvesies on a pair of rugby gloves. <laughs> I did right that once. <laughs> the left wing would wear his on his left hand. I did that that's, once. <laughs> that's, only, that's just the hand uh, we need to keep. Yeah. Uh, Tales from the 14 Ds. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, can, I, can I share an unpopular opinion to get back to Super Rugby? Yes. Um, so, so who was who starting fly half for the All Blacks at the beginning of their French season? French uh, tour? Barrett? Fly half starting Barrett, yeah. Barrett, Barrett. He was a starting left winger for the All Blacks at the beginning uh, of the French tour. Uh, Rico? But I don't mm. think that either of them are the best in their position. No. No, no, you 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 it's shut back. your mouth. A uh, Barrett, yes. No, we Rich, Rich, this. Richie Moe's better, but not Richie Rico. Boanga is the best is the best fly half in. Oh no, no doubt. No, no, no doubt. But I'm just gonna put I'm just gonna put this out there. George Bridge is the best left wing in New Zealand. No, 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 no. George Wit George he's, George he's Wich. so good. <laughs> Sorry, George, George Bridge is so good, guys. Like he's he's yeah, a no, natural no. finisher. I just no Rico. If Rico didn't no, no, play for George, such a shit George team. Bridge is perhaps a better a better left wing, but Rico is a better rugby player. Yeah, no, but yeah. in the, the exact same, same way. The same as Barrett. Oh, this is Richie, Richie Mwanga is a better fly half, but Broden Barrett's a better rugby player. No, 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 no. I think Richie's all, all accounts. Yeah, I'm sorry, Richie is better. This... Richie is better by all accounts. There's, there's uh, no two points about know. it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what what, what does what does Bowden have on Richie? Uh, pace. Fucking pace for days. Don't he have that much pace though? Like he compared does. to because Richie's quick as well, eh? Uh, Richie is quick. Like who did he charge? Who did he chase down? Um, fuck, he chased down. It? Uh, it might have even been. No, Richie's quick. Perifita. No, it was Perifita. I think he chased him down and saved. Perifita's not. No, but I mean, honestly, okay, so Barrett's slightly quicker. Yeah. Richie's, Richie kicks it off the tee. I would argue he kicks better out of hand. Yes, he does. At the moment, his passing game is looking better. His passing game is better. Maybe it, and I would say, arguably, Barrett actually plays with the better back line. Uh, like, if we... Well, I don't know about oof. that. But if, if, we, yeah. if, we go by rugby, if we go by rugby 08, then we know there's just no substitute for pace. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's true, but... Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, 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 do, do, do you think that's going to be Barrett's tactic against the Chiefs? He's going to catch the ball, run behind his own, own poles till all 15 yeah. players are chasing him, exactly. then turn. And then circle back, uh, yeah. He's, he's going to do... Uh, no, but that George Bridge comment is... No, you're talking absolute shit, Alex. I'm, I'm no, sorry, no, if, you put, no, if you put Rico no, Iwani in the Crusaders... George, if you put Rico Iwani in the Crusaders, he would score more tries. Is this George Bridge? George Bridge is a very good rugby player, like... I reckon, shit, he, you know, he's, he's class. He's got a good rugby brain as well. And also, he knows how to, how to eat a gap. I just think Rico would score more tries if they put him in a win. Because he's been stuck yep. out at 12 near contact. And he's still done all right. So, I think... Yeah, you're, you're right. Sorry, because Rico got angry. I love Rico. He's one of my favorites. No, but I'm not, I'm, not suggesting that, I'm not suggesting that Bridge would be as good at center as Rico's been. That's my point. No, 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 no. You're saying he's a better wing, and I disagree with you there too. Yeah. He's a, like Bridge is a damn fine wing. He really is. Uh, I just think no, you can't compare him to Rico. Rico's just. Well, I'm standing by it. 
No, I think... Well, George has George turned a lot of shit passes into tries. No, no, George, George Bridge is an incredible finisher. Yeah. And yeah he, which is what you need... Which is, which is what you're looking play, for. His positional play is excellent, and his support play is excellent. No, no, he's got a fantastic so Ramey brand. You think he yeah, should be a right winger? He's got a good uh, combination of skills that suit that position very well. Yeah, so I can see where you're coming from. No, no, I like, I, I'm standing by it. Like, I'm, I'm not saying it's yeah, not like controversy. If you're, using, but... if you're using, yeah, if you look at it just like out of just that, what the skills that particular position needs, then... I think, yeah, George Bridge does come a little ahead of Akira. Ah, not Akira, Rico. Wrong brother. Um, yeah, comes a little ahead of Rico just for in that, what that position needs. I like George of the Jungle. Uh, he is he is lacquer, but he's got that longish hair. Sorry, I got a little bit. Can I just also, a quick shout out to DDA2, Jack Goodhue. He's great. I just... Uh, he I was mad at the match, for sure. Yeah, no, he, he was mm. awesome. And uh, set a time in a while, he finally had a good game. Uh, about time. Also, he was just way more effective when coming off the wing and then hitting gaps. And he's improved it. He's leaving at the end of the season, going to France. But yeah, the Crusaders machine rolls on. They face the Sharks. Uh, good luck to the Sharks. How many of them... Hmm? We're losing, like, what, at the last count, it was, like, 31 Super Rugby players now, hey? Who? Hmm. Yeah, like Super across the across the board, Super Rugby is losing like thirty-one players. Oh, really? Last count. Shit, yeah. that sounds bad, right? Yeah. In in the Europe one, one for Cup, yeah. Yeah, one yeah, for each point higher, that yeah. the Waratahs win. <laughs> one, for, one for one player for each point the Waratahs scored this week. Oh, well, I was. That's your cue, Adam. You know, I was. I, I was hoping just to skate by this because the Waratahs are just so goddamn disappointing. They were beaten forty thirty-one by the Brumbies. Kyle Godwin, he had a crack of a game. Tom Banks, uh, standard, got a try. I remember when I <laughs> when I saw when I met Ben at the pub and I saw the score and he's like, "Yeah, fucking Tom Banks, he scored." <laughs> Naturally, uh, Ben was moaning about it. Uh, Richie, not Rory, Richie Arnold, uh, nice Ronnie Moorhead. Moorhead also a pretty good try, but diabolical tackling from the Waratahs. Uh, to Kelly and I of Ari, he got a cracking try thanks to the work done by Israel Flaher, but. Jesus, man. The Waratahs, I mean, the Brumbies had nothing to play for, and the Waratahs just rolled over. I mean, that, that scoreline flatters the Waratahs, actually. They scored a try in the last minute, I think, to uh, Brad Walken. So, uh, uh. That's sort of what Australian rugby is summed up by. It's just a sort of losing, or not losing, but the, the team that has nothing left to play for actually somehow pulls one off. I mean, the Reds did exactly the same last week against the Rebels. The, the, Australia's Australia's a conference built on the backs of one team wanting to spoil the, their their colleagues' teams, their colleagues' chances. Mutual resentment. Yeah. Any 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 further to add on this? Sorry, I wish uh, like fantasy. No, let's, let's, let's move on as quickly yeah. as possible. Yeah, I, I will say that I do like the sight when people try to tackle Takeli, and then it's always the same way they miss the tackle. They like happen. They just seem to slide off him, particularly around his big ass legs, and then they just fall on the ground and he keeps going. But didn't you say that Ben? To me, in the puppet, he seems to run like he knows guys are going to slip off him, and he keeps going. You said that to me at the pub. Yeah, it, it's yeah. I was just saying how he when, when he when he goes into contact, he he runs as if he he's expecting to break the tackle, which actually very few players do when you think about it. Because you yeah, know, like sometimes confidence. 
players sort of hit a gap, like break a tackle, and then they're kind of so shocked that they've broken this tackle that they just get nailed by the next one. Yeah, yeah but uh, uh, Kelly, like, uh, I've obviously I'm not his biggest fan and I'm probably one of his hardest critics, but that is one thing he does do well. Running straight lines. I think he's, the one guy who's maybe even a little bit better than that is like, who's probably love, uh, Nani Lamapi. Yeah, he looks, like, same thing. He, look, he looks like he's looking forward to breaking the next tackle. <laughs> like he, he's he bored with he this hits, contact already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's true. But like when he hits the line, he's like, it's like he's he's already gearing up for the next tackle. Like that's how little of a chance you have at tackling him at the advantage at the collision point. I think for for me, like the only guy who's ever been as destructive as that first contact was probably Rene Ranger. But Ooh, yeah, Naira for is also in, in his pump. Though. He's just a bit heavier. Not not yeah, second yeah. phaser in a ranger. He, he barely could stay on the field. Uh, it's, I, can't, I, I have no segue to get to the Lions-Bulls game. The Lions won 38-12. Combrink got a couple of tries. Cortel scores son um, after being out for the whole season. He, he grabbed a try. Malcolm Marks, his standard semi-morning try. Hey, uh, even I just could see it with his shorter hair. Conversion, Deontay with the try. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesse Creel, he scored a try. Then Manny Lebach. Jeez, he had a hell of a game. He almost did me in a fantasy. The, I'm going to say this. Player of, the, player of the game, or the one player that everyone talked spoke about of this game, is how he gassed poor Elton. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Elton's uh, grabbing for it, air. In all fairness, it's so hard to defend. When you're yeah. kind of coming yeah, in, no. and then yeah, a, player, no. and a player steps, oh, it's so like... But I'm just saying, that, know, that's been the one talking point. Everyone is always so keen to come after Elton, like, Come on, like that could have happened to honestly. There are very few players in the world that would have actually made that tackle. Yeah. I would say it, it actually wasn't dissimilar to like the Johnny May tries we saw in the England series. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, you can't you can't do anything about that, like you said. But it's it's a positional it's a positional thing. Like you need to get in a position earlier and try and not like let give him the option to gas you. That's the only way to do it. I've I, yeah, just, but, but yeah, I found the bull yeah. season. Anyway. Um, Quite disappointing. I mean, they ended it on 29 points, so actually bottom of the SA Conference. I mean, the Stormers, who I, I personally feel have been shit this year, they managed to finish above them. A uh, bit of a weird season for the Bulls. I, I was looking forward to a bit more of a better performance. Like a couple of guys, Jesse Creel, has best season in a while. Archie Sneeman, Springbok, he was captain as well. He's been a fantastic filly in for Luit Diaga. But as a Bulls fan, I'd be quite disappointed, personally speaking. Even as a South African fan, when the Bulls are strong... The Booker is strong. And a very weird season. I guess, I don't know, we're happy at Mitchell too much to improve. Uh, Mitchell's, Mitchell's, we'll sort of, we'll analyze this properly later because, yeah. you know, content for days. But, <laughs> but, but, yeah, they have, they've kind of, because they, they came out with such a bang and now they've just sort of petered out. Like mm-hmm. Mitchell's but apparently thrown his toys out of the cot already and spoken uh, about management issues and things like that and him not being allowed to pick all the players that he specifically wanted and things like that so there's obviously there's going to be more about this coming in the next couple of weeks i reckon but that's a bit weird yeah. i hate it when they say that kind of shit like i know obviously that's the diplomatic way to do it well it's not very diplomatic but you know you have to kind of be a little bit coy about it but i think if you're gonna if you're gonna do that if you're gonna be a little you know crybaby or whatever then, like, give us specifics. Like, tell us, who are the players that you wanted to select, and who are the players you were forced to select instead of them, and what were the reasons? Ah, uh, Ambrose Puppy. Ambrose Puppy. But, I mean, oh, where, where, he where, wasn't forced to select Ambrose Pimpier, was he? No, 
No, remember well, he how he hyped him up? He benched him half the time, so I don't no, but, think... No, but hang on, Matt, surely, surely there weren't, like, sinister no, no, forces at play forcing him to play Ifan van Zale as the Emperor's Papier. That was a joke. I happen to like... Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to hear about this. Like, exactly what are the specifics? Because I don't buy it. I don't buy that he had better players that he didn't play. At no point were we looking at the team sheet being like, oh, wow, like, he missed, he left this guy out for that guy. That's so weird. That, you know, that just didn't happen. Um, and just just a quick comment just about the Lions. Uh, kind of, they got the job done. Mm. Okay. Yeah, they're not going to win Super Rugby. No, let's, let's be real. they're worse than last but... season, and they haven't replaced Yaku Krill. Uh, the fact of the matter is... I think his injury has been absolutely devastating. Also, absolutely devastating is Armin van der Merwe and his gas against the Jaguars mm. in what was quite a cut game. Uh, he was awesome. He scored a try. Uh, also, Quibbis van Veg also scored quite a good beefy try, bumping off the tackle. And the, but the, the thing is, they only beat uh, the Jaguars' second side by 10 points. Mm-hmm. Pretty standard, but um, I know, Ben, you were hoping for Andre Esterhazen to magically pick up an injury or just like uh, twist an ankle or something before before the yeah, game that so like, come on your feet. yeah that that was my uh, hope for that game yeah, no, it, it, it wasn't it, uh, it wasn't uh, nefarious yeah did, do, you, do you think the Aguaris threw this game no I mean they, they got 10 points and uh, the shot I, think I, think the players, I think the players that were on the field tried their hardest they're pretty relaxed but, about I mean <laughs> they clearly rested think... their stars because I, I don't know, because obviously we're not great with the log. Actually, Alex, you, you aren't bad with it. But if they had won, what would have the implications been? Would have they had they, to go back to... Where would have they gone? Christchurch, I think, isn't it? No, uh, they would have gone to... No, they would have gone home. They would have gone top. No, would they have gone top of our log? No, they wouldn't have gone top. They would have gone second. No, they second. wouldn't have gone second. So they would play where the Highlanders are playing. So yeah. they... So, so, so what happened was the Rebels lost. Okay. Yeah. If the Rebels had won, they would have pushed the Haguaris down to 8th. Unless the Haguaris won, and then they would have pipped the Rebels, and they would have been in 7th, which they are now anyway. Okay, so it actually didn't... Because, it didn't change anything. Because now they actually have got a convenient little fixture, well, in terms of traveling at least. Yeah, because it's yeah. just there now. But I, I don't know. Am I reading that right? Because then, why would they desire to be eighth? Then they'd have to travel to Christchurch. Now they get to stay in South Africa. So they should have wanted to win this game, irrespective of what was happening in the Rebels game. Uh, yeah, so why, why would they have picked the Gimpy team in the first... Because obviously when uh, they picked the team, the, the yeah. Rebels... I think maybe it's the most likely scenario is that they just knew they were guaranteed a playoff. They didn't give a shit whether they had to fly to Christchurch or drive or you know pop over to to Gauteng. Oh. They just wanted to rest the guys so that they could be fresh for next week. That's probably all it comes down to. Oh, fair enough. So yeah, um, that's uh, that that's it for for the weekend's games. Now now we can look ahead to the coming to the quarterfinals and then just our last little segment for the day. We're just going to very quick chat about rules that we'd like to change. In rugby, we will each just dish out one to two. I know we had a very animated discussion on the WhatsApp group with some very interesting, interesting suggestions, particularly from Ant. He always gets, uh, uh, as the computer, he, he spat out many an equation about how we can change the rules. So, looking ahead to the quarterfinals, I think most of them are relatively straightforward. Matt, do you have the coin, by the way? 
That was uh, we, because just over the last week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we decided on our personal account to let the coin do our picking for us. The coin got five out of seven, and then when we debated the choices ourselves, Ben, uh, bless you, he used his superhero account to choose our choose. We tied the coin. My yeah, sacrifice. <laughs> Sorry, we literally tied within an adamant piece of steel. <laughs> that's that's we, how- we we we. Adam, we're as stable as a, as a crypto. Yeah, we're literally but as just, stable but, as a crypto. To be clear, that that's on our best day. Yeah, we far from seven. On our five best out of seven. Five out of seven is actually probably one of our better days, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think we picked we picked the did we what did, we picked the Hurricanes being the Chiefs, didn't we? Yeah, yeah okay, I don't know. We got I that wrong. That we, we got the the first game. I can bring it up now. I think we got Hurricanes wrong and we got uh, Waratahs wrong. Uh, okay, and the rest, we, the rest we got right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. And what then the, the coin got, the coin got Sunwolves and Blues wrong. Right. So the first, the first quarterfinal, it's at the Baking Dish, Westpac Stadium, Hurricanes versus the Chiefs, and the Hurricanes in their last five, they've only won once, while the Chiefs have won three in a row. Quite, uh, this is quite an interesting uh, game, actually. Uh, Alex, what's the weather going to be in Wellington? Ooh, just quickly. <laughs> My guess is bad. Uh, oh, it's actually going to be quite nice. It's on Friday, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's going to be a balmy... Oh, wait, hang on. No, no, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Hang on. That's Wellington, South Africa. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> thought it was weird. I was like, 24 degrees in, in New Zealand in, in July. That doesn't sound right at all. Um, it, is, it looks like it's going to be dry, but cold. There's a 10% chance of rain. Okay, so standard. Should be good. It should be okay. Um, who would like to go first? Actually, Alex, who, who's going to win? Uh... <clears throat> oh, there's some thinking Yeah, going it sounds there. like you just... Uh, Took a, took a crap. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I. God, I don't know. Does Charlie Nighthive play? Uh, um, if he doesn't play, who plays at 12? Maybe they move. Probably move LB to 12, and then Wainui to 13. So they have a yeah. little bit of depth. Not too bad. Okay, I'll Did give you a save. I'll give you a save. I'm going to say. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on Chiefs. I was going that way. I'll, I'll go with you on Chiefs. But just... only by... Oh, God. Away, though. Like, the, it's been the year of the home team. Okay. Chiefs by one. Chiefs by one. Uh, I'll say it's Chiefs by three. Ben? Yeah, well, I'm, I was... Because the Chiefs beat the Hurricanes last week with a weaker team. So, presumably, now uh... they have a stronger team. They'll beat them more easily but you know what the fuck do I know actually I don't know maybe <laughs> the, the, the coin da- really got to you yeah the, the doubt is strong yeah the coin broke mentally so obviously it's going to be a, a draw and then they're going to have a, a drop kick off and <laughs> if anyone's curious the Hurricanes are probably better drop kickers than the Chiefs no uh, Chiefs by six alright and Matt um I've just given the coin a cheeky flip for my own pick, and it's gone Chiefs. All right. Oh. So it obviously well, knows what's up. 
So it, it knows what's up. It knows what's up. All right, so I'm okay. I'm gonna go Chiefs by five. Like I missed, I could definitely see DMAC missing a conversion in the swirling wind at the baking dish. What's what's this? No, why are you telling me that? Yes, that's fine. Sorry, I was talking about. Are you picking an upset? No, no, it's just there was for some reason it seems. Because I was going to say, I've... fuck, Superbrew's calling, calling you an upset on um, that. Right, Crusaders Sharks. The Crusaders have won the last seven, actually way more in a row than that. And the shark, the Sharks are win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. So I think they're due for a loss. loss. Mm. Yep. Any, any disagreement that the Sharks aren't going to lose? Ooh. That's some good-looking beer bread. Sorry. Sorry, what are we on? Uh, Crusaders Sharks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll go uh, first. Uh, I honestly think the Crusaders are going to hammer the Sharks. Yeah. It is going to be embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 50. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's more than 50. Because the Sharks haven't been playing good rugby, and now they have to trek all the way over to play the best the best club side in the world. Yeah. Not a the, best, the best left winger in the world. <laughs> Shut up. And the best fly-off. Debbie, well, yeah, like, yeah, honestly, yeah. I'm with you there, yeah. There isn't. There isn't one position where I would say actually maybe hooker with Aka and oh, Beast. Okay. Is Cody they, Taylor they honestly, is he injured? I don't know. No, they've got that fat hooker who's actually pretty good. I don't think he's better than Aka though. Yeah, he's not. But anyway, I honestly I don't think <laughs> the Crusaders have one position where they uh, where they're worse than the Sharks then, apart from the fat hooker. And they're at home. The Sharks are trekking all that way. The Sharks' confidence are down. The Crusaders' confidence is sky high. Yeah. Um, I'll say Crusaders by 40. I'll take I'll take okay. you on those odds. Yeah, it could be a massacre. Yeah, I agree. 40. I like that. Yeah, why not? Fuck, 40, yeah. Fuck the Sharks. <laughs> Sorry, and Just <laughs> national national pride out the window. Um, yeah. I, I really want the Sanders to win. I'll be so bleak if anyone other than them wins. Yeah, uh, looks like I just want to look. We all want we all want maximum stoked. Robertson at the end of the tournament yeah. doing doing break dancing again. It's all we want. Yeah. Actually, they, they, only they deserve, because my theory that everything should just be a league, and then this would be fair if the Crusaders win the tournament. And yes, that's what I want. Then we'll, then yeah. Phil would have beaten me in fantasy, and I can't have that. <laughs> anyway, what's next? It is the Highlanders versus the Waratahs at Sydney. Ah, oh, some more bullshit from the uh, Super Rugby table, I think. I don't, well, maybe not. Wait, let me just double check this. Waratahs. It is. Oh, no, 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 that is. That is. That is. No, no, they actually have the same amount of points. They have the same amount of points. Uh, in terms of points difference, I just want to see actually. So I don't have the full log in front of me. I got Super Brew's Gimpy to use. Uh, Ben's term. Waratah's points difference was 112. 112. Highlanders minus <laughs> the Highlanders 8. Highlanders have neg- negative 8. Ah, oh, Jesus, yeah. Against the, in the toughest conference still, in the world. Um, it's still bullshit. Yeah, it, it is pretty bullshit. The, the, as, as the commentator said, the Highlanders were back to their winning ways yesterday, or over the weekend. So, you know. Matt, you've got lost. What's going to happen? The, the, I've, I think I've just fired my shot there. I said, as the commentator said, uh, like four times at the end, uh, at by, the end of this weekend, game, what the mar- Highlanders are. What's the margin? Um, they're going to want to put a decent score past them because of the whole. Because this was the game where what's his face kicked 
kicked so-and-so in the face. This is the same game from... So they're going to want to sort of pay back. So let's say at least two tries, so 14. Oh, I'm, I'm good on that. Ben? Uh, I think the Tars will win. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I, I think they're, they're a good side, and it's exactly what... Uh, they've just been fucking around for the last two weeks, and I think they'll turn it on and win. Let, let, me, just, let me just update the, the chalkboard. We have gone zero days without Ben being a wild card. <laughs> zero days without incident. <laughs> Is Michael Hooper going to be fit? Ooh. No, 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 I think he's out. I think he's only back. No, I think in... he's out, out, yeah. I think, yeah, I think he's missing the whole season. Uh, yeah, the Highlanders have been pretty inconsistent, though. I mean, they got, like, blown away by the Chiefs, more than you would expect. This Ben supporting the Tars kind of threw me a bit. It's making me consider everything. Like, beyond this rugby match, my, my life. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, you know what's solid. Right. You know what's solid. Uh, I'm gonna back the tires. Why not? So we, we can leave it up to the coin. Um, okay. But is easy for Lara to have the game of his life, and maybe the Ice Man to fire as well. So Adam, Adam, Adam. Did you say the game of his life? No, the game of his life. Game. <laughs> and <laughs> the result? The result. Oh, Highlanders. Oh, is that what the coin Boom. said? Take that yeah, easy. The coin said uh, well, Islanders. Islanders by ten. The coin showed its tail. Just just to piss off just to piss off the 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 toss. The the coin showed its tail. <laughs> um <laughs> right, our last game, uh, the quarterfinal, it's at Ellis Park. Lions, Yogi Ares. I I'll go first. Mm. I kind of feel like this is primed for an upset. Just because the, the Jags when they when they turn it on, they could turn it on. Oh, but they are playing at Ellis Park, and they're oh god, they're so inconsistent. Oh, but, and also, the marks is back. Sorry, I'm busy having a therapy session by myself. It's just like me reading millions of names, like last week. I've, I've got a feeling <laughs> on it. I don't, I don't think I've gone first yet, so maybe I should. Um, yeah, yeah, you can go first and, go, and me save me. In? Yeah, I can um, save. So, actually, I would, I would call the Haguaros if they hadn't rested all their players. Because mm. I think that they've kind of gone off the boil a little bit, and I think that the I think the rest can easily turn to rust, and I think that maybe they won't be quite as uh, fresh for this game as they should be. So, um, so hang on. Um, yeah. So I think I think the Lions are going to win by by six. Yeah, it just marks. He's such a massive factor, and you make a very interesting point about them resting. Like, if if the Lions stuff this up, I would not be surprised. You never know. Yo Yo is gonna just turn it on with the the Rolls Royce that is Nicholas Sanchez's kicking action. So I'll I'll, I'll back the Lions by six, but I'm not that confident in it. They're probably gonna win by thirty now, but uh, yeah, Lions by six. Cool. Ben. In, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, similar. I think that the Lions over the like the Jags seem to have really, apart from the like they've played 20 minutes of good rugby since the um, since they got to South Africa. So I, I can't at in their current form, I can't see them beating the Lions, but they are by nature quite mercurial. So yeah, I'll say Lions, but I say 10. No, Matt. Cool. <sighs> 
I almost, I almost want to just back the Jaguars just for the sake of I want them to go all the way. I want the final to be Jaguars Crusaders and then Crusaders to take it there. Yeah, so be I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> I want Jaguars by three. Uh, They're gonna take a kick. Look, it's fine. I'm happy to be an outlier. Of course you are. Sorry, your pick, your pick board me. Oh, that's why I was wild as yawning. Actually, you know, sorry. Did, did anyone hear? <laughs> no, you guys were all watching pubs most probably. Last week during the Jaguars game, you could hear um, after one of the scrum. I don't know who it was, but you hear, yeah, muchachos! And like all <laughs> giving it the high fives. I'm and gonna I, was like, oh. <laughs> I was just like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Right, let's just see call each other chachos. Right, let's just have a quick look uh, at our picks compared to the rest of the community. We picked the Chiefs by five. Sixty-three uh, percent of the community thinks we're wrong. Well, you know what, community, you're wrong. Well, sixty-three percent of the community is picking on Home. past performance. I think Home. less. Than, yeah. Mm, past performance is not an yeah. indicator of future performance, or some, yeah. something like that. Then uh, Crusaders. We are. We are. Says we see the future. Crusaders versus Sharks. Geez, five percent of Sharks <laughs> fans seem to think they're going to win. That's I, I think that's quite optimistic. That's, that's Antonoli's bot account. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, since he runs the system. Oh, sorry, my cat's trying to knock shit off a ledge here. Then it's Waratahs Highlanders. Sixty-one percent of people think the Highlanders are going to win, so we're in the majority. And ninety-one percent of Lions fans. And everyone else. Fuck, there's a, there's a huge play for I told you so Island there. Yo, dude, also the just just the money ball pick uh, for Super Brew. If you if you want to win your league, uh, you could pick the Jaguars. All right, that's going to wrap it up just for our picks. And just a very quick mention, we, we are running a little bit late, gentlemen. As we discussed earlier, if there was one with with Sanzar reviewing everything, or so they say, and World Rugby, and I mean we don't know who to really believe. If you could change one law, or would like to change one law, in rugby. What would you like to see? What do you think would make the game a spectacle and bring the masses back to their television sets to watch the great game that is Rugby Union? Mm-hmm. There are so many suggestions. Are you guys just going through going through them? Uh, I've, I've, got, I've got a boring couple to kick us off, then we can ramp it up with the crazier ones. Um, so I'm going to cheat and, and put forward two, because one's a rule change, one's more of a, I don't know, a quality of life change. <laughs> I want to change the rule where you get penalized for deliberately throwing the ball into touch. Not because I think it's going to bring the masses back to the game or anything like that. Just because it makes no fucking sense. And it drives me absolutely mad to have this inconsistency where you can kick the ball to touch, you can run the ball to touch, but you can't throw the ball to touch. So I just, it, it bothers me. Like it irks my, my very soul to have such a, an anomaly in the rules of the game. Um, but then the quality of life change would be something we've discussed before. You move the poles back from the try line to the back of the dead ball area, um, like in American football, and that way you eliminate bottom of the pole tries. Yeah, that's it. Or someone running into them at practice All and concussing themselves, yeah. which happened. Which happened once. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we had a guy break his collarbone doing that at school once. Uh, we had a guy. Just- Face first into the pole. I don't know how you didn't see it. Boom, yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, so those are mine. They're, they're a bit boring. They're not going to revolutionize the game, but I just I feel like the laws would be tidier with them. Okay, can I can I pop in a boring one before we get stupid? Yeah. Okay. I think you shouldn't be allowed to deliberately play for a penalty. 
So, you know, like when the ball's at the back of the scrum and you're dominant, but you just continue scrumming just to get the penalty? Yeah. And same thing when you when you man you over the ball, you have to actively try and get the ball. Because I think at the moment they just pull it into the player's chest and pretend he's holding on to force the penalty instead yeah. of actually trying to steal the ball. Marks is a big proponent of that strategy. Yeah, he, he does that. Yeah, I've been watching him this week. He goes over and then just... It's just tough to enforce because you can't obviously see inside the mind of the player. And the whole point is that he's play acting. So he's like trying to convince the ref. Oh, ref, I'm trying to pull it away from him and he won't let it go. Uh, the same with... But sometimes you even see like the, the ball player he places, then his hands are like above his head or whatever. And they still... Because yeah. that, that's what... Yeah. Players will place the ball and then move their hands out the way. Because that way yeah. they would... Because then uh, you couldn't, there couldn't be any doubt over what was happening. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, mm. at the scrum, I, I mean, when did, at what point do you argue that they, you're milking a scrum penalty, and what point are you actually gaining? Going as long as you're going forward. Yeah, that's exactly it. Going forward, it's the same as a as a rolling ball penalty. Just on the try line, and oh, I would also just take away the rolling ball. Ah, where were you? Where were you like an hour ago when I was <laughs> commenting that in the group? Uh, alone yeah. me, me, Nick Ma- yeah. me Nick Mallet and Tank Lanning were alone in this opinion <laughs> about what to keep them all ditch them all no, ditch them all I'm a Lions fan and I want to ditch them all that's when no, you no, that's why that's why I knew I took heat that's why I was assuming I was taking take, not so much taking yeah. heat as just not having any support because I was cutting the Lions try scoring abilities down See, by like 75% I, yeah See, I want to ditch them all because um, the fantasy rugby season's over, and I don't think I'm going to get marks again next year. <laughs> so just <laughs> so so this is the time to ditch the rolling ball. <laughs> no, not this, not uh, next year. What? Next year, I'm actually going to pick. I'll pick. Yeah, I'm going to pick obvious oaks next year. Um, out of curiosity, <laughs> what are the chances of marks playing Super Rugby next year and not disappearing off to Europe with the rest of his team? Uh, there's no, a there's World Cup yeah. Yeah. No, you said it's a World Cup year, but Sans, uh, Cyrus must said that there's no limit on picking foreigners in a World Cup year. And the yeah, but the, the, uh, so he, he, obviously uh, it'll, it'll jeopardize yeah. your chances. He signed he signed a, a contract keeping him till the end of the World Cup uh, last year. But that's not worth the paper it's written. Right? Yeah, Adam, look, how many teams have signed, signed, how many players have signed contracts at the French? You're like, okay, cool, but yeah, I, you go. Why are you sh- I think you're shitting on me? I'm just, I was just... No, 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 no. no I'm just no, saying. No, no, I think Max... you're right. I think, I think you're right in that he'll stay. I just don't think it's because he's got a contract. I don't think he gives two shits about the contract. Yeah, well, I mean, he's making so much money from Twitter. He's making so much money from Twitter. Well, what about his contract with Schmeg Ketos? Yes. Marks is like the last of Ackerman's player. I mean, fuck, everyone else, pretty much everyone else has now left the Lions at this point. He's Kosiak. Yeah. I don't think they'd want him. No. Yeah, I think Andres is Kosiak and Marks are going to be like the only two. Like, I remember when Akers was coach. Yeah, oh, God, it's 12, 12 um, months can, I, can I suggest a, a bit of a radical rule? Yes. Let's go, quick, let's go quickly then. Yeah. You can have as many or as few players in the scrum as you want. <laughs> but bar the front row? No, anyone. You can just have one guy there if you want. How often would that be used? Like, you'd have to be so incredibly dominant 
to to take a player out. Because I mean, the only you can, so you can go if you're close to the line, you can say fuck it, fifteen man oh. scrum, let's go push over. <laughs> Imagine a fifteen versus fifteen scrum. No, what, what happens is scrum off like feeds and then runs to the oh. now fifteenth man position and buckles down at the back. Because <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Technically, you don't have to match at this point, though. I mean, if you've got, if one of your forwards have been binned for whatever reason, the only reason we see a center pack down at flank normally is because because they, they just need to play. So. Yeah, they they don't want to get pushed over. That so technically, I mean, that rule does exist in, to some extent. But yeah, no, 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 but no. I, I don't I think, do I think if you didn't have a yellow card, you wouldn't be allowed to scrum with seven. I suppose. Okay, well, would I've, you? Got, I've, got, I've got one. We need, we need one Maverick team to just try it one weekend. Okay, I've, I've got one, guys. Mm. So the the object of this particular thought exercise is how do you get fans back to the game to watching rugby? I've got it, I think. Instead of having no... You're only allowed to tackle below the nipples, right? Which is the latest rule we saw from the Junior Rugby World Cup. You may only tackle above the nipples... <laughs> Jesus, just clotheslines and lariats. <laughs> but above the but below the shoulders. Above the, no, no, no. Above the above the shoulders as well. <laughs> so just, 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 <laughs> just fucking just decapitating guys. Yeah, and like and the guys like fuff literally like launching themselves at players. Um, like maybe even look, getting a leg out from someone, like being you know slung what? at someone. <laughs> Alex, you've, you, what you've done is solved the grass the grass cutter tackle problem. Exactly, once and for all. You've, you've solved it. Like, if you want to like try like headbutt someone's knee, that's your own problem. Like, no, 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 it's not knee. It's below the grass cutters are below the knee. It's like you're trying to take out their ankle. You want to stud in the eye, essentially. Yes, yeah, you know, like like every instinct in your body must tell you not to put your face around someone's boot. Like, come on, like, we, they shouldn't need to enforce that. Common sense does. It's I like making a rule saying you're not allowed to run into the pole. I would bring back racking. Because, uh, Ooh, some folks just lie, just, just lie there. It's a professional file. I know every now and then they get yellow carded, but then they should also get racked. Uh, if you rack a guy in the face, uh, yeah, then you get a yellow, for sure. But then you can maybe rack someone elsewhere. I think I think that's that's perfectly fine. Also, if you ask for someone to get a card, you should get a red card immediately. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 fuck, I, fuck that. DJ Bernard is not going to play at all for, yeah, for, as, for that season. Same as Aaron Smith. <laughs> God, like he's a great rugby player, but shit, man, he's got a big mouth. So does DJ Bernard. I think fuck, most annoy me. <laughs> most teams most teams are going to lose their their nine like immediately. Yes, well, they're going to have to, you know that, what's that X-Men Origins thing? You know when they're like so rad, Riddle's mouth shut? They're oh, going to no, have to yes. do that to scrap us now. Oh, I just want quick file radical rule change that every now and then a prop uh, must have to, he'll, he'll have to throw a pass at like 10 meters or like 15, 20 <laughs> meters. Like every third, every third or fourth uh, phase, uh, actually a tight five forward needs to come and throw a 20 meter pass. You know? I just... I like the idea of what that Ant made. So this is Ant's idea that, um, or was it you, Alex, whoever, um, if you get pinged, if you if you win a penalty, you've got to take it. Oh, you've yeah. got to take the kick. You've got yeah. to take the kick if you elect to kick. I can't remember if it was you or, Ale- or Ant. Uh, 
we were talking. I think it might have been me, but we were talking about it yeah. for a while. Uh, you might have brought yeah, it up I, I wanted. And then, yeah, yeah. So like, if if you, get, if you get like high tackle, then you have to take the the kick for post. And, and, and scrum penalties <laughs> obviously goes to goes to yeah. either the props, whichever one's feeling bravest. I, I also yeah. wanted because I actually I actually carried this away from from football because I think that should be the rule in football. If you get if you get um, isn't that essentially? That's the basketball so. rule, isn't it? Don't the basketball yeah, yeah, it's, it's, do it's the basketball rule. Yes, your, your free throws have to be taken by the guy who was fouled. Yeah. And I, but in football, they have like dedicated um, free kick and free yeah. kick and penalty takers. And it's normally, yeah, it's, to be honest, European... it's normally whoever's got the biggest ego. So apparently, like one of the reasons why Neymar left uh, left Barcelona was because he they wouldn't let him take the free kicks and the penalties. Because obviously, when you're in a team with fucking Luis Suarez and Lionel Messi, you're not going to get a chance to take the kicks. Um, but, yeah. yeah my, my, so, he wanted to be the star. My final my, my final rule suggestion before before we begin to wrap up is that uh, the captain should, whoever's captain, whoever gets yellow carded or red carded, the captain takes the brunt of it, depending on uh, what, what nature of it. Like, especially if it's an infringement fine. Like, not the guy gets sent off, the captain gets sent off. Or gets, gets sinbinned, you know? Look, like like a, so a WhatsApp, like a WhatsApp group admin. I've got a different one. Okay, so so do, do away with do away with the red card because I think it it spoils the game. But we've talked about this. But say agrees. if they commit if if they commit an offence that's equal to a red card, the team can choose who they send off for ten minutes. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> That's great. So, so the, the, the uh, offended team, the, the team that got... Yeah, yeah, the offended that, team yeah. can just be like, yeah, Malcolm Mark, take a walk. <laughs> they can be like, what the over, fuck? Over. <laughs> what, what about if you get sent off in your 10 minutes while you're off, you have to you have to do like some small-scale community service. Like you got to walk up and down the touchlines pick, picking up trash. Yeah, like, like, no, you have to, no, they send you into the crowd with an assortment of snacks, oh, and you have to sell, oh, yes, yes, and you have to sell, yeah, you have to sell, like, 400 rands worth of snacks before you're allowed back on the field, it's like, a, it's like the amazing race. The, the profits go to charity. Yeah, exactly. I think, we, I think we've solved New, uh, Newlands' problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both. Oak for the oak, water for your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cold lollies. Uh, <laughs> all right. To make uh, you go nuts, make you go nuts. Um, if you if you are interested in in some radical rule changes that will make rugby a better place and we hope the world a better place, you're welcome to tweet us at Elite Rugby Bant. We are on Twitter. When when someone is checking it, we'll check in with our staff to make sure someone is there. Uh, but gentlemen, I think that's that's going to wrap it up for this uh, blockbuster episode of Elite Rugby Bands. So we know, okay, we came to you a day late, ladies and gentlemen, but we brought the goods. Uh, I'd like to say so. So Ben, thank, thanks for joining us. Um, I know you're heading to the bush this week, so enjoy. Yes, well, I don't know how much of the games I'll catch, but if I do catch them, I'll, I'll come on Sunday reporting from Skakuza Rest Camp. I'm not a massive fan of Skakuza, to be honest, but. We're going with some friends, and they. We thought we'd give them a, a, a. No, we thought we'd give them like a bush light experience. We didn't want to like go too deep and sort of scare they're, them. They're probably they're probably listening, and they it's not uh, great for them to hear this in advance of your arrival. Yeah, actually, Adam, just I think they're getting on the plane like uh, Wednesday morning. So do you mind just delaying the broadcast of this? No, no, I, th- I think they can respect that. Like, like we are doing a few nights, sort of. The, the rustic camps or whatever. 
but then we're finishing up as Kakuza, and I think they have Wi-Fi, so I, I can okay. maybe dive in from Kakuza. <laughs> nice. That's That's what, yeah, that, if they've got Wi-Fi, then, then they really are push light, so I, I, I take back my criticism of your criticism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Matt, uh, th- thanks for joining us. Uh, I, I, you're not going to the bush this week, are you? No, I don't think so. Not you, yet. Not yet. Okay, no, that's that's fair. You, you, you can you can come along, Matt. Actually, um, we actually have a camp. Uh, we have a spare a spare place at our campsite on Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So if you want to, you know, make the drive up from George. I'll I'll, I'll 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 pencil you in. I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah, but as as I said, it's bush lights. So yeah. Yeah. Have your people call yeah. his people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I appreciate the offer though. And no, not 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 that dude who does our Twitter account. Like that's the last time we take out a fucking intern. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> not not cool. Oh, that, that guy was confirmed. That guy was confirmed. <sighs> yeah, guy or girl? Yeah, guy or girl. Uh, Alex, thank, thanks for being here. I know yesterday was uh, your anniversary, so c- congrats. Mm. So uh, for making it one year, or was it five, three? Or two? No, it was just one. Uh, just, just, one. just, just one. Okay, well I understand. One year at a time. And uh, yeah, just uh, good luck for the rest of the working week. I guess I could wish you that, since these other oaks are on holiday, apparently. Mm, thank you. I hope I hope I finally get internet in my office. Hey, go. I have mine. Um, I, I know I have to drive out to Rudaput on Thursday, uh, for work compared to uh the the life. So I am at work the whole week. Okay. Like everybody else. I Good. Guess. That's it. That's gonna do it for Elite Robbie Banter. Thank you for hanging in there. And we will be back on Sunday. We might even get Ben from Skakuza. We shall find out. Thanks for joining us. Well, if if not, uh-huh. you can get Ant for more. Or Ant, thank you for joining us.